1: Two guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their
0: veins. Mackie and John on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Reckless
2: speculation.
0: Uh, Nothing like a reckless speculation Thursday. We bring in our friend Darren Doogie Wolfson from the 5 Eyewitness News Sports Department for inside information and some fun speculation about our Minnesota sports teams, Darren. Hello, and uh, happy Reckless Speculation Thursday to you and all who celebrate.
3: Good morning, Philip. Hi, Judd. Good morning, Declan. It's time for Governor Walls. He did it last Friday for Timu Puki Day. By the way, Timu Puki, his first goal with the Loons last night, right here, at least in our building, on our family of networks, right, fifteen hundred ESPN. Yeah. Right, right then and there. Big win over I the saw Houston Paddleford. Dynamo. My
0: guy uh, Paddleford had a goal uh, at some point in the last couple weeks. He did, yes. Yeah. So, what was it, guy. like
3: two years ago? Played at Woodbury High School? Like yeah. literally two years ago or something like that. I mean, two, three years ago, Woodbury High School, now transitioning to professional soccer. So, yeah, anyway. So, Governor Walls last Friday declared it Timu Puki Day. With your connections, Phil, Judd, you as well. Maybe me. Like, at some point, can we get, like, one Thursday? I'm not saying every Thursday, but one Thursday, the governor declaring it Reckless Speculation Thursday. I like it. Reckless Speculation. I'm sure it could be arranged.
0: I think we should pull some strings, make some uh, phone calls. Let's let's get on it here. We got enough connections among the, the four of us. I mean, Declan always has random sources with organizations. We found out that Declan not only has a Portland Trailblazers source, but what was the other team? Was Bucks. it the
2: Buccaneers? Bucs. I got another okay. Bucs source, yeah. Milwaukee arbitrary- or Tampa? Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Tampa. 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 To even so more yeah, random. I'm, I'm, I'm working on <laughs> next, uh, dudes to get Pittsburgh Pirates? That's, you know, that, that, what, what other obscure may, um, baseball franchise should I be targeting for scoops, you think?
3: I don't know. The
1: ro- Royals, perhaps? Yeah, the Royals. Royals yeah. Work, yeah. I'll give but you the
2: scoop
3: you on the Royals. Thing. They don't like to make trades in the division. That Michael A. Taylor trade took forever. Mm. Like, the Twins were but, not getting
1: this Chapman. They just weren't. But, Doogie, if if you want Kyle Trask scoops... Let me know. <laughs> the, the guy across the glass from you And some Baker like...
3: scoops. I got it. I got one on Baker, too. I was with oh. former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Kyle Rudolph the other day. How about oh, that nice. for a name drop? There
0: you go. Um, so, let's let's get into some Viking stuff here since we're on the, the football subject. So, this Boomer Esiason report, or I guess reckless speculation, if maybe they're doing that on WFAN, but... That, so can you what what is it? But but is he saying that Dalvin Cook has like a seven million dollar offer out there
3: to I return mean, to the Vikings? Is
0: that what he's saying? The or what, word. What was he?
3: Yes, if you're trusting the aggregators aggregating what Boomer said properly, I saw one report on Heavy.com that uh, Boomer is suggesting that the Vikings are offering Dalvin Cook seven million dollars to return to play for them here in twenty. 23. I don't see it, Phil. I don't trust the report. Now, hey, Boomer has infinitely more sources than I do. I wonder if it's coming from the New York Jets with all his Jets connections, the Jets interested in Dalvin. I think it's going to be the Jets or the Dolphins. I mentioned Dallas a while ago, that I think at least internally the Cowboys have had conversations, but not necessarily sure. I see Dalvin landing in Dallas. So I think it'll be the Jets. On hard knocks, how great would that be? Or the Miami Dolphins? I don't sense the Vikings are interested in bringing Dalvin Cook back. They are ready to roll with Alexander Madison as their number one running back.
1: If this is true, and I I agree, it it sounds um, far-fetched to me, Darren, but if it is true, um, this will be very disappointing to me. Like, if they were really going to bring him back now, it, it would make... In my opinion, no sense. Like you, you moved on from this group of Kendricks and Thielen and Cook, right? For a reason here. Like it's not like man, we'd love to keep you, but it's like no, you're you are you've been a very good Viking for an extended period of time, but that timing that time is done now. And so I would be really really surprised if O'Connell signed off on going back to a guy who's going to expect a ton of carries when I think what you're going to ease into now is a very smart thing, a running back by committee situation that all in all is going to be cheap. I mean, $7 million to me would be shocking.
3: Yes. I mean, hey, that's the Viking side. Accurate, Judd. Agree with everything you just laid out. What about the Dalvin side going back to mid-January when I said he was not taking a pay cut to stay here in Minnesota? So now he'd return on a pay cut? No. Like... You can right. discuss all you want why the Vikings are moving on. Dalvin is also moving on. He is now ready for his next opportunity. It just isn't happening, but I find it fascinating that somebody with his reputation, Boomer's reputation, would toss this information out there.
1: I think part of the problem, though, is this. Dalvin and his agent in particular, who I don't know, but I've heard a lot about, and let's say delusional might fit the description Zach, here.
3: Zach, yeah, Zach Hiller, uh, yeah.
1: Yes, I think Zach I think Zach thought, oh, if my guy gets let go, we're going to get him a multi-year contract, rich contract. This league isn't doing that now, and so that's the problem. I, I guarantee you, no matter where Cook ends up, it's going to amount to a one-year deal at a figure that is far less than what Zach and Dalvin expected, and that's why this concerns me a little bit. Like, where did Asiasen get this and why are we even talking about it at th- this point? But that whole thing of we're not go- going to take a pay cut was a Pollyanna flight of fancy of two people that don't have any idea where this league is in 2023.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Now, why are we talking about it? Because, heck, Judd, it's the dog days of summer, right? I mean, heck, in 10 days, the we'll be celebrating... You know, holding Hansing and Kumbaya and Egan, right, at TCO Performance Center, 10, 11, 12 days, right? What is today? The 13th. So what?
2: One year Two to my wedding.
3: weeks or one week from today. I forget. I've got the schedule somewhere. But pretty soon, before the calendar flips to August, right, we'll be celebrating training camp. We'll have all sorts of different talking points, different, you know, things to, to discuss. But right now, there just isn't much going on. We're curious where Dalvin Cook will land. We're curious where DeAndre Hopkins will land. But neither is landing here. In Minnesota,
0: you know, I'm uh, I'm doing a little digging here. So so the agency is LAA, Loyalty Above All Sports and Entertainment Agency, right? And uh, I'm look, I, I just I have I have some unsolicited advice for Zach Hiller and LAA. I will send this to him. Go. I would say at least fifty percent, potentially more of their client base, running backs. They are LAA is in the running back business. Delvin and James Cook, J.K. Dobbins. There's a bunch of others sort of like unknown. They do have Zay Flowers, the receiver. Mo
3: Ibrahim, the former gopher who I think was given some bad advice pre-draft not to run, but that's another story. But, yeah, they do have a lot of running backs. There's a lot,
0: like 50% on their website of running backs. I think they may want to diversify their uh, client portfolio. And If you can't make money off Dalvin Cook, you might want to diversify the positions that you represent.
3: Now, I'm still standing by what I've said for a while, that I believe Dalvin Cook has at least one more really, really good year in that body that that shoulder reconstruction surgery he had back in January is going to do him a lot of good. It just isn't going to be here. So whether it's the Jets or the Dolphins, I think Dalvin is going to have a really really good year. All right, should we, Declan?
0: You do have the clip now here just just to just to put a bow on this part of the conversation. Should we just to clarify? Should we play this real quick? Yeah, we'll just play this quick. No. Well, Dalvin Cook has a seven million dollar a year contract from the Minnesota Vikings right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put
3: words into his mouth, but he hasn't accepted it, and I don't think he really wants to go back there. I think that he really wants to play for the Miami Dolphins, and I believe that Drew Rosenhaus
0: is trying to play the Dolphins off the Jets, just like they did with Tyreek Hill.
3: (laughs) I like Boomer, too. I really do. I like watching him on CBS during the NFL season. But like Drew Rosenhaus doesn't represent Dalvin Cook. (laughs) <laughs> and he doesn't have, I'm telling you, he doesn't have that offer. He just doesn't. Yeah.
0: So, okay, let, and I don't know that there's any new developments on the Daniel Hunter front, but we are two weeks-ish away from Vikings training camp opening up. Does that serve as a deadline here? Th- does there almost have to be movement, or could this result in a holdout? Where do you think things are at with the Daniel Hunter? Because he sat out OTAs, minicamp, everything, so... Until there's a resolution, I have a hard time believing he's just going to show up on the first day of training camp.
3: Well, agree. I mean, I don't think he'll be there without some sort of resolution that first day. Those first couple of days, there will have to be some sort of resolution. But do I think like July 25th is a drop dead date? I don't. I think this could extend beyond that. But I think things are going to ramp up next week. A lot of the Vikings people are trickling back into town. I think next week is going to be a relatively active week. Don't know if. Talk will turn into action, but I do think there's going to be a good amount of heavy dialogue next week. So to be determined, trust me, Phil, very much on my radar. It's been on my radar here for a while. I just don't necessarily have a distinct, you know, succinct update, but I will, you know, continue to chase whatever I can on, on that front. But I just, I I don't think end of July, you know, is, is any sort of like drop dead deadline. I they really they can't trade him at this well, point, right? Could. I mean, yeah, they're no, good. They yeah. They're they trying
0: could. to, but they're, they seem like they're full steam ahead trying to win games this season. Well, Brian just, Flores has made it
3: very clear. He wants to kneel. I mean, he absolutely wants right. to kneel. That doesn't mean Brian is going to get his way, but Brian Flores wants to kneel Hunter.
1: So, off that point, the two Dukes, um, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I know that this applied to, to the mandatory min- mini camp that a uh, Hunter missed. I believe it also applies to training camp, and it's not a deadline per se, but it does add an interesting layer of intrigue. Um, I believe that the new CBA does not allow for forgiveness of fines for missing mandatory days. So if, you know, if, if Daniil's not there for the first week of camp, I think he gets fined because it's obviously mandatory for those days. And in the old days, if a contract got done, the team just says, you know what, here's your money back. Um, Again, I don't think that that creates a necessary deadline, but I do think that it's an interesting curveball now where you're not going to want to have to pay the, those fines if in the end at the end of the day a contract is going to be agreed to.
3: Well, are you sure on the mini camp portion of that? Now it was what, $49,000? Yes. Yes, My understanding can't. was that they could waive that if if things get resolved. Now maybe it's different That's with cool. training camp. Declan, do you have a sec to maybe try to look that up? I mean, yeah, regardless, what are we talking about? How many thousands of dollars per day? Yep. You know, I'm just saying. Now it could start to add up. I suppose. Yeah. I thought, yeah, no, no. I I will defer to you on on you know the verbiage in the new CBA. I just thought when it comes to minicamp, that forty nine thousand dollar fine mm-hmm. uh, that was that was handed out for him missing the mandatory minicamp in mid June that they right could now. waive that. Ben
2: Simmons is the first thing that pops up, by the way, when you type in fine and CBA into Google. <laughs> just want that. Just want that. Ben's, no. was, yeah, what's,
0: remember when we were sitting here two years ago on these scoop sessions wondering, gosh, can the Timberwolves find a way to buy low on Ben Simmons? Boy, old Macadac. Uh, he's rarely, rarely wrong. I know you'll find, but that would have been a bad one. <laughs> They're still trying to move him, I'm guessing, right? The Nets?
3: I would hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. who the heck wants him? Yeah. There it's has to be team evidence team. that he can it's do team something team. on the court that the back
0: isn't all jacked up, dude. Dude, there's like videos of him playing pickup games, just cashing jump shots. But he doesn't. But it, like he gets to an NBA game and just freezes up. Sorry, Jed. Okay, go ahead.
1: I found it. Yeah. Okay. The previous CBA in the National Football League allowed teams to forgive accumulated fines once a deal was reached. That is no longer an option unless the absent player is on a rookie contract. Okay. So, all accumulated fines from mandatory days are now, you, you yeah. have to pay them.
3: Okay. Got it. I was I'm under. Just, I'm just saying it, it's a The thinking that they could waive the mini camp. I didn't know about training camp, but thank you. It's I appreciate that.
1: It's a wrinkle. It adds a little bit, just a tinge, just a seasoning of okay. urgency.
0: Is there, okay, another contract here just for fun? So, you know, uh, this is now going back to March. Kirk Cousins camp and the Vikings basically agreed. Hey, there's too much of a gap here. Uh I'm sure the Cousins Camp would love another multi year, highly paid, lucrative contract. The Vikings said, you know what, we're just uh like we're good for now. We're gonna reshuffle some of your money for accounting purposes, but let's just revisit this at a later date. And Quasi has kind of said now in the rare interviews he does that yeah, we're just doesn't mean that we're maybe never gonna entertain it, but for now we're just agreeing to part ways. did how many fans start showing up so visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner do you think there's any chance those contract discussions would pick up before the season i mean if i'm kirk at this point doogie and my stocks on the rise cuz i just was i was a good family man on netflix for eight episodes <laughs> and you know i played with ribs sticking out of my skin for an entire season never threw my offensive line under the bus uh, my stocks on the rise i would just get to free agency and let three or four other teams enter the mix. Is there any chance those two sides could talk before week one?
3: Well, I think there is a chance. To my knowledge, Phil, those discussions haven't taken place any time recently, right? So it's trending in the direction of not happening, but never say never on that, right? I mean, I do mm-hmm. think there is a possibility that Kirk Cousins is this team's quarterback in twenty twenty four, right? So for that to take place yeah, eventually there would be some dialogue between Rob Brzezinski, others with the Vikings, and Mike, who is Kirk's agent. But so far, no. There's just there's no steam on any of that dialogue happening.
1: And if Kirk is to be believed, and after what I've seen in this documentary, I have no reason not to believe a good family man like Kirk. He was very adamant, you know, at the last at his last access, that if there's going to be talk about an extension, it's going to be in March of twenty four. So. The thing about him that's sort of a wild card, too, guys, is this. While I think he wanted an extension, he's played on the last year of his contract, what, three times in Washington? Because he got franchised a couple got times. Got franchised a say, couple
3: times, right, and then a, hit but, unrestricted free agency. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. But my but the point is, he is clearly comfortable enough to do that now. So, I guess I'm buying it. I guess I'm buying that basically when the Vikings said no. And, Kirk, you know, the thing about Kirk is, He does come off as a nice guy, but he's definitely in some ways hard headed, if that's the right word. Oh, he's yes. Very hard headed. So if they told him, hey dude, you know what? Not gonna extend you, I could totally see his camp saying, Okay, cool. Well, We'll talk in March. Yeah, I'll talk to everybody then. He likely
3: knows that he's got Kyle Shanahan in his back pocket. Now like it. Hey. There may be some more clarity after the 23 season on the 49ers quarterback situation, but I'm just saying like that marriage almost seems inevitable at some point. I don't know how much longer Kirk's going to play. And again, I'm not ruling out Kirk being the Viking quarterback in 2024, but I feel like at some point that is going to happen. Kirk with Kyle. Here's my question.
0: All right, let's, let's go from inside information to reckless speculation. Let's say the 49ers get to training camp. and I just saw another thing. There's like some random report that uh, the Falcons may have called on Trey Lance at some point. But let's say they get to training camp, and Trey Lance just doesn't look like a guy that's going to take you to a Super Bowl. The Niners' goal is to win a Super Bowl this season, right? And uh, Brock Purdy is not full go, and he's also the last pick in the draft that they souped up. They might still think he's good, but there's better guys that could take us to a Super Bowl. Maybe he's not ready to rock and roll. They're not in love with Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. And the Niners start to get through a preseason game and another one, and they start to think, oh, my God. It's kind of a Vikings 2010 situation where you're watching Sage Rosenfels and Tavares Jackson throw ground balls at practice, right? Get on the plane and get to, get to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. If the Niners panicked a little bit and said, okay, Vikings, we know you're trying to win this season too, but come on. We're further along here. We'll give you a first round pick for Kirk Cousins on the eve of the NFL season. If you're the Vikings, would you accept that? knowing you would probably almost Ooh. certainly take a step because now Nick Mullins is your starter, right? <laughs> you would be you would be consciously taking a step back, but you'd be getting a first round pick for Kirk instead of him walking for nothing. Oh <laughs> Oh
2: God, I love this. I love this.. Oh.
0: Where do
3: I sign? I mean, we could have the same conversation Roles? about the Twins trading Sonny Gray, right? In some aspects,
1: no, because I think the Vikings are 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 more of a serious. The Vikings are like maybe going to win eleven yeah. games,
3: and you know
1: the Twins. I have, but you need
3: to be no realistic problem. about that. What are the chances they get to eleven? What are the, the Vikings, chances? Even in the weaker uh, of the two uh, conferences, they can make a deep run points. in January, and the they're going to
1: score we, points. I I feel mm-hmm. like the Vikings have made their decision about two thousand twenty three. At QB, so I don't think the. I agree. I don't. I don't see this happening. I love it. I love
3: it. Hey, to fit the theme of reckless speculation Thursday, something to opine about. Oh, it's great. I would think long and hard if the Niners actually offered that. Phil, man, like how would you turn that down? A first? Well, because you wouldn't. You would be punting on the season, right? You would. Yeah, it's a late first. But you have to be realistic about your chances this year. All right, Judd, a first and a, a, first and and a third. And if the first helps you get to where you, you know, want to be, ultimately, at the end of January into February, more realistically, 25 or 26, maybe 24,
1: Like, how would you turn down a first? A first in Trey Lance, and I might talk to you.
3: Well, they would probably
0: do that, right? they yeah, if, 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 if it got to, to that point, back. they would need they need to get rid of. I mean, either- I probably want
1: Trey Lance back for. I I want some type of <laughs> uh, of car that I can at least examine under the hood, and Trey Lance would be a guy that Kevin O'Connell could definitely, for better or for worse, work with. Um. God, that's. I mean, that extra one. That extra one,
3: Phil. It becomes realistic to go get Caleb Williams or Drake oh May, goodness. right? If you can offer your own first, Doogie. plus San Francisco's first, Reckless. plus You're a future first, that gives you and a fighting you be, chance because the Vikings still would be probably too good to be in that top five to seven area. But if they're picking like ninth, 10th, 11th, Mullins is their quarterback. You give are. up that. That's the thing. You'd be, yeah, you would be, yeah, you would, well, you would eventually the go team. to Trey and maybe Trey makes some things I happen that you can I find a way to get to like six ish, seven ish wins. Maybe more like six. I don't six. think that you can do this. So you're to not the picking current, top
1: five to the current players, though. I don't think that you can do. And this. that's why this, it's not happening. This yeah. to yeah. me would be it's the tough. same as when Teddy went down in sixteen, parading Sean Hill into the middle of the room and saying, "Hey, he, this is our guy." You can't do that to Justin Jefferson. Like, if you traded him, in if you traded Kirk in April, and, had and they have time of, to process it. Yeah. Well, you can
3: do it to Justin if you've paid him.
1: I'm just saying I think that there's a, a season? I think that there's a point that's fair and not fair and I think doing it right before the season with a guy who is a good again that's the thing about Kirk he's got you because it's not like he sucks
0: no he's, he's one gonna... of the top 12 quarterbacks exactly. in the world
1: mm-hmm. exactly
0: but he's also going to be you know 36 the next time he's under contract you know after the season
3: but it's I, not I, happening. I, the reason it just isn't i mean the Vikings feel Agreed. like there's still a window to be uber competitive here in 23
0: but I, I pose it because the goal isn't to be uber competitive. The goal is to win a Super Bowl. And if they, like, if you said, Hey, everyone across the board, Quasi, Kevin O'Connell, put all objectivity in front of you here, okay? Just take away your feelings. Do you think this is a Super Bowl winning team? I don't think Qua I'll speak for Quacy here, I guess. I don't think Quasi would say yes. So if I said, Listen, your upside is to win 11 games maybe win a first-round playoff game, but you're not going to the conference championship game if that's what you think the destiny of this team is. And you have a chance to get something first-round draft well, capital, right? Like, that's that's
1: the hook to this question. It's really... The, the other problem, too, and, and again, this is something we don't hear a ton about. The other problem is you have an ownership group that never would go for this. because like, It's I, not happening. I, I think yeah, Thielen and Cook and Kendrick's being gone probably like was tough for them to process. I still think, and I don't think it's been officially reported, but I don't care. I still think the 2021 to 22 team came back basically intact, not because the the new GM and coach said, let's roll with a bunch of old guys, but because the will said, we want these guys back. They're like longtime Vikings. Let's give them a last run. Let's give them a last chance. So I think the wolves are always feel going to be sort of an impediment into doing what we want which is screw the present how do we get to a super bowl in the future for sure.
0: And I would say I it would I, I would probably need more the, like I would need a a first round pick and something on the, like at that stage where because it's not it's not like doing it in March where hey, yeah. we're going to make this nuclear move but but you all have 6 months to sort of process and whatever. And I will also say as a programming note Boy, Dex, I don't know if we can even put this on social media. Like, what if if we take that question and put it on social media?
2: I love my clickbait officer job, and I love stirring people (laughs) up. I cannot put this out on Twitter. I don't think we can. It's too... It's Yeah, people... They won't understand.
0: This is is right here. This is a safe space to throw ideas like that out and kick them around on a Reckless Speculation Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh Once this lives... If that clip lives and breathes on TikTok and Instagram... And people don't have the context of like, hey, this is, this is a safe space. Right. This is like a therapy session almost.
2: This is, you know, the Harvey Dent two-face. This is the PR side of me that's saying, do not put this out. This will only result in bad PR for Score North.
3: Yeah. This is I what mean, we could make it more clear that it's not about. happening, right? <laughs> well, that it's reckless that, speculation that Thursday. Short.
1: What we do know is Kyle Shanahan loves Kirk Cousins. Yep, but this is the t- type of thing that pisses p- players off when they claim to us that you took me out of context.
2: I will put in bold letters on top, this is, like, That's for example, this is. this is not our idea, and people then still assume that it was our idea oh, yeah, that we, we came up with. Boomer a, yeah, yeah. says this, and I'm like, this Here's was not our idea. Heavy.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: heavy.com. <laughs> oh. Hey, real quick, I actually have a scoop for you guys, and we'll get to the rest of Doogie's scoop bag here, okay? Yeah. A 3M open scoop. Hideki Matsuyama is Dale. the latest name to opt in, Declan, to the 3M yes. Open.
3: He made that official on Tuesday. Yep. Yeah, 3M Open. But we'll take it, Phil. July 24th
2: yes. through the 30th coming up. Uh, Tony Finau, we, actually, we got to see, obviously, this quarterback documentary We earlier this year. We got to see Full Swing. We actually saw Tony and his family staying here in Minnesota as he won the 3M Open last year. He's coming back to defend the title. So a great field again. Go to 3M Open com for tickets you don't have to watch me and go hack it up there you can actually go watch the professionals from those back tees hit some bombs off it 17 or is it 18 excuse me that has one of the toughest water hazards 18 in the entire i think it has the most balls in the water of any hole on the pga tour people love to go yes. for it on that hole so go to 3mopen.com slash tickets to get yours today
0: you can see guys either either eagle their way to a great uh, finish to a round or triple bogey their way to a train wreck. It's it's wildly
3: entertaining. Looking forward to seeing my guy from North Oaks, Frankie Sapp in the third. He got a sponsor's exemption. He will be playing in the three. I free. like a block.
0: I'm a little upset about, about local this. Local angle. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Bring in the scoops. On Dukes, the why thing. don't you uh, turn over the burlap sack of scoops and empty it on the table here for
3: us? All right, waiting to hear official word, but Jorge Polanco is very, very close to beginning a rehab assignment. He may even begin as soon as tomorrow with the St. Paul Saints. Gophers pitcher George Clausen still has college eligibility, but he'll sign with the Philadelphia Phillies early next week. Brett Bateman, Gophers outfielder from Moundsview High School, already in Mesa, Arizona. He was a middle-round pick of the Chicago Cubs, sixth or seventh-round pick, so he is there to sign his contract. Wendell Moore Jr., Wolves' first-round pick a year ago. He has missed the last two summer league games with a knee injury, I am told, very, 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 Precautionary. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, he's got a. I mean, this. I, I think there's a couple guys, even like Leonard Miller. They, they play different positions, but if you're looking at who's going to be like the 11th guy or 10th guy in the rotation, Wendell Moore, man, we just got to stay healthy, got to hit some threes, see what happens there. But there's your scoop session. Well, here and they may still.
3: I mean, they still have one open roster like... spot. Do they eventually convert Luca Garza to a standard deal? But Matt Lloyd from the Wolves front office, he. When in Rome, right, like all these free agents do these showcases during Vegas Summer League, right? Because the entire league is in Vegas, so why not? See how many teams yeah. can show up. So he has seen over the past few days Harry Giles III, Dion Waiters. Remember pre-draft Anthony Edwards, <laughs> the comp? Dion, Dion Waiters. Waiters. Well, Dion Waiters had a tryout the other day for NBA teams, so the Wolves had a presence there. There were some other guys. The Wolves have seen a bunch of guys, a bunch of free agents. So no sense that anybody has, like, super appealed to them. The last couple of days, but could be interesting what the wolves do. I mean, the question is, you know, when watching summer league, is Josh Minot right? What sort of step forward has the second round pick from a year ago taken? Can he be that ninth slash tenth mm-hmm. man, Phil? I think there's a distinct possibility he can be that. Josh Minot is going to earn some decent minutes next season.
0: Dude, Leonard Miller looks. He reminds me he of does. Chris Bosh from like 15 years
3: ago. Well, I mean, he's got that. When you put up the numbers he did last year in the G League. One of the mm-hmm. top five or six leagues in the world. Like, you're fully capable. I mean, his rebounding yeah. is going to translate instantly. But, yeah, well, he's there's got a, a lot three to level like offensive about game.
0: He's got that little, like, fadeaway elbow jumper, baseline jumper. He can shoot some threes. Obviously, he can finish. I think Alan Horton had the number... You know, it's, you know, it's three summer league games, but he's finishing at the rim at like a 70% clip. He's running on the fast break. I mean, Phil, he's I know multiple teams
3: that had him as a first-round pick. I mean, when you go 33, right, you're essentially a first-round pick. So that's a first-round talent. They have. They signed him to a four-year deal. First two years guaranteed, then a half of that third year. Then the fourth year, full-team option. So it's a sweetheart of a deal for the Wolves. With I'm with you, a guy that I really, really like.
0: There he is, Darren Doogie Wilson, five eyewitness news sports departments, and uh, you can hear him a couple times a week here on uh, Mackie and Judd, the Scornorth YouTube channel. He also has the Scoop podcast, which you can find, Apple, Spotify, Scornorth.com, so great stuff. Dude. All right, boys, so I'm off dudes. to
3: hang with Josh Metellus, who's going to have oh. a big role with the Vikings. Cool. This year, John Michael Schmitz is also at this workout. A bunch of other Quality guys, guy. Sam Schluter, not who's now good. a Vikings offensive lineman. So I'm off to hang with some NFL yeah. guys. So I will if you see, review uh, that early next week with you. Say hi. It, is this at the Vikings facility or where? where it is, the is nearby the Vikings facility, but not specifically at the Vikings facility. Right. If you if you see our
0: guys, uh, Jay Searles or A Boone lurking around, uh, say hi. From I think from there's the crew a decent here. chance I'll be let seeing him know when he calls Boone. me too because he always yes. has
3: a
2: different adjective to call me every time he yes. brings us up. So very <laughs> very
3: good chance. I'll i see Mr. Boone, so I will pass along your hellos and all that good stuff.
2: See
0: you, Dukes. All right, all right, see
3: you, boys. Bye bye. See you. There he is, Darren Doogie
0: Wolfson.
2: Reckless speculation.
0: I, I think people are gonna people are gonna get a hold of that Kirk Cousins question. I, I'm almost regretting oh, yeah. bringing that up, man. Like people just oh, like, it's going on, this corner, this well, if That's You don't fine. take it out of context, Jump on it's fine, Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. If, no. if you don't, if, oh, if I you
1: clipped it solely and without the background of the first part of the conversation then yes it's inflammatory i am
2: staying away from posting that on social media if if, tell aj too yeah and do not post mackey's idea yeah (laughs) please (laughs) Just
0: take a one day a one day hiatus from it also on purple daily we are going through our multi-part review of the netflix docuseries quarterback so i I, by the way posted a, a big long twitter thread about it today with like sixty percent praise and then forty percent like here's some of the things that are obviously kinda of holding Kirk back. And you'd be shocked to know that Twitter does not find the nuance in that tweet.
1: We've yeah. been we've had a tough week. Like we've been getting dumped on by a lot of upset folks who I don't think watch the show. I think that's the most important thing. I think a lot of them have, don't watch the show and just hate our just fine. That's fine. But they I can't stand our Twitter personality, so
0: yeah. Well you are kind of an ass yeah. on Twitter. I'm the least. I'm, ass. I'm perfect on Twitter, and so is Declan, yeah. but you, I don't nice. know about your personality yeah. on Twitter.
1: I'm sports dad. I bring the I bring stuff that people don't want to hear.
0: <laughs> we need like a like an eighties, early nineties sitcom intro theme for the sports dad.
1: I think we yeah. need you know, you know what I think we a need? A spin-off down. a spin-off show on Netflix. <laughs> Building oh, on my stardom. Sp-
0: yeah, following the sports dad around behind the scenes, yep. seeing how he plays through pain sometimes. Cold yep. tub. Oh, a
1: little scratch eight, in my throat. Eight, part, yeah. eight parts, Don, Judd, and Stella <laughs> will do eight parts of my life, sports dad.
0: We can get uh, the dog Stella to do those little, like, between-scenes interviews with the Netflix production crew.
1: But I need the cameras in my house constantly <laughs> because they've got to, like, see her at three. 30 barking at my ass to get up to go outside and get a treat like they've got to see the full the thing shake. <laughs> yes the the constant shake the, yeah, it's like, yeah we get it okay we get it yep interpretation of stella he is an a-hole <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> what a jerk
0: my dad just parted. yeah anyways all right <laughs> okay all right we'll see you guys over on purple daily too later